What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the good old Hot Pog for another episode of Orange and Blue Thing. That's Darren Meenan. What up? I'm Brian Ernie. Lizzie's here as always. Hello. Uh, that was not great. No. No. no the Mets record itself is actually pretty decent, 15 and 8. If, you, if, uh. if we talked about that in the offseason and we said on um, what's today's date, the 24th, that the Mets would be 15 and 8, we'd probably sign up for that, but not in the fashion that they've been losing the last few. Uh, obviously, today was brutal. Last night was a blowout. Monday, they won in extras. Easily, they could have lost four straight now. So that's not looking too pretty. The problem I have is that's three straight series in a row that they've lost. Uh, the, what they were doing really, really well in the beginning of the year was winning close games. And now they're losing close games. And the execution has been abysmal lately. I mean, I'm sorry. Ahmed Rosario's got to make that play leading off in the eighth. It changed the entire complexion of the game. Um, you know, the going back to last week and, and then, then the Braves series, uh, especially the Saturday night game, the walks by the relievers, you know, especially I Ramos. lived it, man. I lived it. It was I mean, horrible. That's not good enough. I, I just they have the defenders, right? Now they have the defense even the Cespedes play. That's another play that changed the whole complexion of the game. The Cespedes play where he where he's diving catch. I mean, come on, man. Come on, like what? What? Is, like I understand you're going toward the stands. You really don't need to leave your feet in that situation. Make the play. And this guy's a Gold Glove left fielder. Rosario's a great defensive shortstop. You got to make those plays, especially if you're not hitting. And they're not hitting right now. Um, it's it was just infinitely frustrating today, especially when you're down to two outs, nobody on. And I, look, Familia is apparently dealing with a family situation. Uh, that just came I out. I didn't know that. Yeah, that it, it came up before the game. Um, he's going to get beat sometimes. Sometimes you're just going to get beat. Uh, I'm not going to beat up on Ligaris too much because I think that's a tough chance for him to go back to the wall there. But that's a play he makes nine times out of ten. Yeah, and you know what? Because the, because that, it's because he's so good. Right. Not right, right because right, it's right. an easy play. That I mean, and the Cespedes play. I think both the broadcast was saying. I don't know if it was Gary or Keith. They were saying. Uh, you know, maybe the sun was playing a part in in, in yeah. them dropping the ball, but but you know, but what more but more on the defensive miscues. You know, last night that whole monster inning was opened up because Mats threw the ball away. Mm -hmm. So I loved that everybody was like, today. Oh, Mats's line was blah blah blah. Only three earned. It's like, well, that was his own error that right, opened right. up everything. And I know Frazier made one later in the inning, but it's like, come on, guys, you, the, if you're not hitting, which they're not. The defensive execution needs to be there. Everything needs to be clicking on all cylinders um, so you can absorb a part of your game. And, and we'll get to this later, but the catching situation, offensively at least, is turning into a real problem because that order just is not as good. You you didn't think you were going to miss Kevin Ploiecki? Like, I have news for you. Jose Lobatone, it couldn't hit his way out of a wet paper bag right now, even though you know he worked out that walk in the right, right, right. ninth. And uh, and Tomas Nito is is doing a serviceable job defensively, but I mean, you know, I think he could be a decent offensive player at some point. Well, Plowak could be back pretty soon, right? They, Another week I, or so I, is what they're hoping. That was the original timetable, but I don't know that there's been any progress there. So is Real Muto back? He is. He did like four home runs this week or something. He had two home runs last night. Yeah, I, there's gonna be they would they'd have to give up a lot in that deal. Um, but I think you need to start. I'm sure they have been exploring. Maybe they options. could package something with Harvey. Yeah, well, that's, we'll to that that's a, a whole nother kettle of fish. If you want to give us a call though, six three one three eight eight five one nine five. If you want to talk about today's game, maybe you went to Atlanta with us, or you want to talk about Harvey, whatever. Also, share the show right now if you're watching on Periscope. If you're watching on Facebook, um, actually retweet if you're on Twitter or Periscope. Share if you're on Facebook. We're giving away two gift cards tonight, twenty dollars a piece for the Seven Lines website. Uh, I know that you were watching the game on Saturday and you jinxed it. Yeah, I jinxed it. There was a there was an awfully nice game being pitched by Mr. Degrom, and you yeah. you texted me in the fourth, and I think in the fifth, the end of the fourth, I texted you four with an ellipsis, like four dot dot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. then I was about to text you five when he gave up the hit with two outs in the fourth. Uh, he pitched great. Yeah, I mean he was fantastic. Uh, getting a lot out of the two two of them at least in the rotation. You yeah, Cindergar was awesome today. Didn't walk away with the W obviously after that marathon, but uh, obviously he was visibly frustrated in the dugout, which he should be. And um, you know, yeah, two guys are pitching great, and the rest is just a bunch of question marks. You on know? on a brighter note, how was Atlanta? Atlanta was cool. I mean, yeah. uh, Friday. Uh, extra innings again. This is like the third game in five. They've, they've went to extras. Uh, Friday was nice. Thursday, I missed it. They lost that game. We were here. Uh, uh, Saturday, the tailgate was 
the best part of the day. Awesome. And we promote that about like the home games too. Like we can't do much about the wins and losses. We're going to cheer our hearts out for the team, but we can win at tailgating. And in that aspect, we're undefeated. It still seemed like a great night at the ballpark, even though they blew the Eight game. innings I were mean, great. Yeah, yeah I yeah, mean, yeah. it's still a positive experience overall. I mean, look, sometimes they're going to lose. What's the, the quote from the West Wing? Every, every team's going to win 55 games. Every team's going to lose 55 games. It, or whatever it is. The other, it's the other ones that, you know, we, count. Tr- we try to make what the most of the, of the uh, of the chomp, the, the chop, uh, yeah. you know, every two seconds. So we were changing it into like whatever, like yeah. familiar is up, whatever. We would change it like struck him out. We were doing yeah. a bunch of that. So, you know, we weren't really trying to rile the, the locals too much. Dude, but I we, can't we believe they, time. they still get away with that. The with doing it. Chop. Yeah. yeah, man, it doesn't it doesn't even. F- First of all. It, that whole thing Tell that they do, with, the, I just want to say, for, like, there are two separate issues here. The whole thing they do with the lights and now, I mean, how, that, you couldn't that use was a, a seizure, man. Like, <laughs> I don't understand how they get away with that. It was that. impressive, and and the the fans it, that it go looks there, cool. If you're not, if you don't know what we're talking about, during the the chop, sometimes they turn the lights down, and fans turn like their their cell flat, phone, right? Their, yeah, you must, you have to have like an external battery if you want to take part in that. Yeah. and do the chop oh, all night and turn your flashlight on. Yeah. Oh my God! Like, That's your, your your phone's probably dead by the second in. So it looks cool, but like it's very. I I I'm being serious when I say like that's it's got to be like a sensitivity thing. Two, uh, they do it after every pitch. <laughs> what the heck? No, I don't think every. Dude, but... In a big spot, it's after every pitch. And three, uh, I mean, it's completely completely racially insensitive. Yeah, so there's that totally, too. So, totally. So I mean, I just don't under 100 percent get how they still get away with that but. well the walk the walk into 100%. the ballpark wasn't exactly as impressive as um san diego uh, for obvious reasons we didn't like shut down the street or anything but the walk from the tailgate to the 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 stadium was pretty cool and we actually had like for half the block a a security guard a woman like was like leading the march and cheering let's go Mets. And it was cool, cool. i mean was we cool. had a, i can't say enough nice things about the locals and especially the mets fans that live down there that that come out to cheer with us it's it, it's great um you know we'll touch on something in a little bit mm-hmm. but the uh you know the the experience as a whole was cool on friday night i almost texted you about this the security guard who was like the head honcho back when we were there in 2014 or 15, whenever we were there, uh, I ended up running into – I did like a lap of the whole ballpark on Friday night. That's when I saw like the Waffle House and everything yeah. else. But um, I ended up seeing uh, the head security guard walking around, and, and his name is Vernon. I'm like, hey, um, were you at Turner Field back in 2015? He's like, yeah, why, why are you asking? I'm like, oh, I'm with that Seven Line group. And he's like, you guys didn't bring those thunder sticks, did you? Like, <laughs> like we made That's such funny. an impression the last That's time funny. you were there. That, like, we didn't know we weren't supposed to bring them back then, so it was my fault for not asking prior. But, like, you know, we brought them to Miami, and nobody cared because yeah. uh, no one goes there. But uh, <laughs> the, 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 he was like, not bringing the thunder sticks, right? I was like, no, 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 my bad. And, you know, everyone's so cool. So That's cool. We had a good time. Um on a uh, an unfortunate note, you saw what happened on Friday night. Yeah, yeah, with Danny Farquhar. Yeah, that's that's um, insane. I I don't even know what to say to that. A thirty-one year old guy. I mean, that's a couple years younger than I am. Uh, he has three kids. Uh, this is just like a healthy professional athlete that pitched the sixth inning. You know, walked into the dugout and and got sick and and passed out and and it turned out he had an aneurysm. I I. To can't even imagine what the heck his family's going through and what he's going through. He's went through. I think he had three surgeries. He seems Whoa. to. Yeah, I think. I mean, I would assume that his baseball career is probably over. But, uh, you know, that's secondary to his life, you know. Right. So um, unbelievable uh, turn kind of turn of events there. And I mean. God bless him and his family. So he was because, pitching. So the fans yeah, that I don't mean, know, like he, scary. he came out of the bullpen. I don't know if he pitched an inning yeah, or so. Yeah, he did. And uh, goes into the dugout and starts convulsing or vomiting yeah, yeah, or whatever. And, yeah. and if and if he wasn't in great hands with the, the training staff and medical staff, you know, being right there, who knows what, yeah. what could have happened yeah. if he was alone, let's say, in the hotel after the right, game or, exactly. or, or driving or whatever. Right. Um, but I, I read a report that his, his mother and his wife were in the stands, and before they could even find out what was going on, he was already on already yeah. a stretcher and out of there. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's great work by the by the White Sox uh, training staff and, and, I guess, you know, EMS and paramedics, everybody in, in 
I believe were they in Chicago? I think they were. I think they were in Chicago. Okay. I think they were playing the so Astros. in Chicago then. So, um, but yeah, I mean, really unfortunate. But and you know, we're we wish him the best and for a full recovery. I mean, this is this what is about life. I, you know, you, saw, you know, that's why Olerud wore a helmet, right? Yes, he, not to this extent, but he he went through something in college, not yeah. an aneurysm, but maybe it was. Yeah, but it was it, lesser it, extent. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And um, I don't think there was a rupture, but yeah. So that's so you wore it as protective, just as to make protection. sure it didn't get yeah know, hit in the noggin again. Yeah, you know? which thank I mean. It's just it's crazy. It just shows you how fragile life can be. And I was sitting here and before we went on the air, I said, I'm just in a really bad mood because of that game. And then you think about it and it's like, you know what? It's not that big of a deal. There's a lot because, bigger fish to fry yeah. when you're thinking of things that are going to ruin your day. You know? Yep, absolutely, 100%. So, um, yeah, I mean, God bless him. And, and I, hope it, I hope he makes full recovery. So the draft is tonight. Yeah, and I'm I pumped. see you rocking my your Jets. Jets hat. Yeah, yeah. So, so I, are you back on the Jets bandwagon or what? See my Instagram post. I said I wish I knew how to quit you, <laughs> but you knew I was going to bust your chops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A uh, lot of people are are giving you a lot of credit for wearing that hat tonight. So, by the way. so here's the thing. <laughs> here's my thing with the with the Jets. You know how I am. Like I think I think one of my core tenets is loyalty. Right. Like I I just maybe to a fault. Like I just can't I can't <laughs> I can't give up on on certain things, certain people, and like. And unfortunately, that extends to my three sports teams, kind of four, because, you know, basketball, whatever. But um, I, I try, you know, I root for the Giants also. Yeah. Because um, we're raising. That's why I was busting Giants. Chops, yeah, yeah. But um, I said, and I was just like, I was so aggravated with the Jets. And, I, you know, I think I've tipped my hand politically where I lean. So, like, Woody Johnson and I aren't best friends. And, uh, and you know, it's just aggravating. And then even when you try to quit them, it's like you're sitting there like. <laughs> Well, they're up 17-14 against the Patriots. That's not, I mean, that's whatever, whatever. Yeah. Um, I'm really excited because the last time they took a potential franchise quarterback was I was, like, picking Lauren up for a date. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, this is nine years ago. So tonight they'll do it again, and they'll try again. Um, and I'm really, really excited. It's it's going to be a fun night for both teams because, the uh, like, Giants 2, Jets 3, that's so much fun. I think the Giants kind of control the draft a little bit at 2. Um, so it's going to be, dude, it's going to be so, I'm like running out of here when we're done. Cause I'm so, so excited. You're not the only one in New York that has a hard time quitting things. Yeah. So, uh, you know, there was a, a, yeah, bl- that's true. a blow fest for like a year and a half yeah. of people bowing down to the sports Pope. And it comes out on Tuesday morning that out of spite, Mr. Francesa is coming back to WFAN. Yeah. We wrote something on the blog. <laughs> it's uh, like that Seinfeld episode. Why are you coming back? Spite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there, I guess there was some campaign uh, where people were campaigning for him to not come back. He allegedly. Like, yeah. Allegedly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's what he leaked. That's so, what he thinks. Uh, so Mr. Mr. Uh, Pope Francesa is coming back to fan, I think, even maybe by Tuesday, which is crazy. A crazy turn of events. There's a brand <laughs> new show that you and I have talked about. You know, hey, what do you think? Getting some yeah. feedback about yeah. CMB, uh, Chris Carlin, Maggie Gray, and Bart Scott, who were not really trying to fill his shoes, but filling his time slot on the fan. They gave them four months. One ratings book came out, and they're already not fired. They're just shuffling things around. Yeah. Uh, so they're doing like a pre-afternoon drive show. I think It's crazy. I, it's crazy. Um, I feel bad for CMB. I feel bad specifically for Chris and Maggie. Um, Bart's not going broke anytime soon. Right. And, and whatever. I mean, I think Russo has a point in that Bart Scott was is fortunate to be in the situation he's in. I think he's worked very hard. I did enjoy that he just called Jose Lobaton Jose Lubaton on the way here. <laughs> um, but ne- that's neither here nor there. Um, I think I actually do think he has a good voice, and I think that uh, given some time, he can do he can do good things on the radio. But Chris was in a drive time spot in Philly. He left a pretty good job right before the Eagles won the Super Bowl, by the way. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, he could have yeah, enjoyed yeah. that. Um, Maggie is obviously kind of new to the radio game. They weren't given time to, to get any chemistry. And uh, and for Chris, it kind of feels like a personal betrayal because this is a guy who really came down from the Mike and the Mad Dog tree. You know, he was, Yeah, he worked up he, the ranks at yeah, the fan. You yeah, know? yeah. He was a producer for the, for the, for Mike and the Dog, and, and uh, he filled in for them. and. I don't know, man. I've met Chris before. I spent some time with Chris, and he's a great guy. Um, yeah, so I was yeah, thinking too. He came down to the Seven yeah. Army section. I actually thought he was a Mets fan. He's not, but um, that's okay. Whatever. I mean, I, it just sucks for them because they weren't really given a fair shake here, and Mike just coming back out of spite now. But um, you know, the, the Mike's back, and do the people get their their money back that actually went to all his farewell tour stuff? Well, that's the whole thing with the advertisers. If I, you know. 
I don't know, man. It's just like so the three weird. days of calls he took from people like praising him. Like it's it's a joke. <sighs> it's you it's, knew he wasn't really actually retiring. He just said he was leaving the fan. Right. And he couldn't well, find a new home, so now he's back. Which is fine. Which is fine. But if I don't know, I it's it's weird, man. It's, it is weird. It's but, so weird. But uh I think we should do a little singing if you want. All right, I'm ready. <laughs> Mike's on. He's ready to go on the fan. New York Sports Radio. Mike's on. Mike's on. <laughs> yeah, I know, man. It's 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 bad. It's it's bad. It is bad. But I'm. I, you know what? I Whoa. actually used to. Can hate, I tell you the best? I used part? to hate Mike, and actually now I kind of like him. Well, so, I, we've talked about this. Early Mike, like nineteen. You loved Mike. You were big Mike. Guy. I'm a I'm I'm a Mike and the Dog guy. All right. So I grew up on Mike and the Mad Dog. You know, this is what my dad and I listened to in the car everywhere. It was Mike and the Mad Dog. And then Everybody. when he when they broke <laughs> when they broke up, I felt like I you too, felt like personally betrayed. I was like I was like this isn't right. It felt like a divorce, you know. And um, I, Francesca, you just gotta appreciate him now for what he is, which is like a little bit of a. Is there gonna be a himself. second retirement tour though? He's like the Rolling Stones. It can't like, they be just now. Don't quit. It can't be. I I enjoyed Boomer and Geo uh, wondering whether they were gonna keep the plaque up. In the Mike Francesa <laughs> yeah. thing. Or, or uh, Al Dukes put something up the other day about uh, uh, he's getting a lot of questions, but the main one is, is Boomer going to give up his office now? Yeah. He's got the office. And Boomer is like, I'm not giving up my office. <laughs> it's like he can have it back, but there's a whole lot of Bengal stuff around here. Now. I think it's funny that you know Beningo, too, is is so happy that he doesn't have to work <laughs> yeah. an extra Ten hour Ten to now. one again. Oh, more money. Oh, bro. Bro, more money for less work. Come on. It's insane. We don't have to do it's, a whole fan here. No, here, but, but it's 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 incredibly important to every the New York media landscape. I mean, it's it's the thing that everybody kind of gravitates. It's just going to be so weird to see the second retirement tour. But you know, I think you know, I'm I haven't worked in many workplaces mm-hmm. per se. Um, you know, but. I think it's got to be a very hostile environment it's there, be weird, especially yeah. when he comes back. And there's going to be a lot of, a lot of, you know, not regrets, not right, not the right word, but a lot of, a lot of tension. And you don't want that in in, in any workplace. But you know what? Whatever. It's a, it's we a, didn't even cheers, dude. It's a, we'll do that. I just want to say it is a good lesson to be learned when you approach retirement age. Make sure you got something to do. All right, make sure you got something to do in your retirement before you instantly regret it. Because that messes with a lot of people's heads, man. It does. But cheers, dude. Yes. To another week. To another week. Cheers, Lizzie. Cheers, guys. And we are drinking out of our own Lumberland Custom Cups, which you can have a beautiful Lumberland Custom Cup of your own. You know, it's almost Mother's Day, believe it or not. And then a month later will be Father's Day. And they have some very cool options for Mother's Day and Father's Day both on the site if you go into the collections uh you can put whatever you want on there obviously within reason um they have their pennant series which you can obviously grab a uh queens new york version anything you kind of want to do for wedding parties whatever just go to lumberland.com and get 15 percent off by using the code oabt at checkout so go to lumberland.com get 15 percent off and, and grab one of these great ones for a for a loved one of your own yeah, absolutely. And I think a lot of people, I, I saw in the comments when I posted mine the other day, they're picking them up. They're going to start bringing them to the tailgate parties, cool. which is cool. Um, I, I don't know if we talked about this on the air mm-hmm. or if it was something that um, we said afterwards, but next year's Spring Training Awards, I want to get custom mugs made for the award holders. See, that would be Did cool. I tell you that? Ooh, we, that's we a said good that, idea. We said, that on, uh, we said that before we went on the air. Oh, it wasn't on the air. No, so next year, we got to get like six of these, like MVP, you know, idea. A, a cool. Rookie of the Year. So cool. we'll do that for next year. So try to maybe come next year and maybe win something. But um, we are going to shout out. Not going to do the whole country thing because uh, Brian and I t- talked about it earlier. We can actually say what you said. Like, I said we it, don't want to tell. I, yeah, it just seems like we're like talking we're about how cool off. we are. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, here are the top ten countries this week. Uh, there was one on there. I deleted it, but it, what was it again? Somewhere in the Middle East. Uh, Qatar. Let's just like, oh, maybe people Qatar, were like yeah. stationed there. So yeah. shout out to the troops if that's the case. Well, I'm sure uh, our buddy Kurt Hawkins is is watching from Saudi Arabia, where is he that is where right he is now in Jeddah, Saudi Arabia, cool. for the greatest Royal Rumble tomorrow, which you can catch at noon on the is WWE it really Network in Saudi Arabia. It is wrestling. It is. <laughs> They're WWE is getting it's paid streamed? forty million dollars to put it on by uh, by the Grand. Whatever it's whatever M A B or whatever they call them. Why on a Friday morning? Is it Saturday there? Yeah, I mean, I think it's like a time. It's obviously a time zone thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But it's it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a little wild. It's gonna be cool to check out. Watch it. 
on WWE Network. He's going to be on it? Is he, is he fighting? I, I, I think he's in the greatest Royal Rumble, which is a 50-man over-the-top battle royal. So. How about that? That's so cool. They, so good luck been, to him. He's but been posting on his social all these. Doesn't he always lose? Yes. So imagine this is his first win. I don't know if it would be his first <laughs> win, but it would be a lot of fun if that's the way he pulled off and that broke cool. his And I know you're going soon. Streak. I know you're going yeah, soon. Yeah, Raw, right? Yeah, so that'll be fun. So yeah, that'll be yeah, a lot yeah. of fun. Shout out to our boy. Um, anyway, so yeah, the five best towns this week. We're not going to do countries. We don't want to pat ourselves too much on the back. But uh, five best towns, obviously, New York City, Brooklyn, Bronx, and Raleigh, North Carolina yeah, broke into the top in five. So that's pretty cool. With and Staten then Staten Island, Island after yeah, that. So Staten Island. Shout right out right to those guys. But um, anyway. I do meet a lot of people at the outings, mm-hmm. and I know I talked about it a little bit in the jump here about the tailgate party. And um, I'm talking to someone. I don't remember who. I'm drinking a beer, hanging out. And two, two uh, gentlemen approach me, and I, and I tried to tell Lizzie the story afterwards when I got here on Tuesday morning. They weren't, like, scary-looking guys. But, like, they, they, I wouldn't say they were tough-looking, but whatever. They were, like, working men. I'm like, dudes, yeah. oh, man. Like, this guy comes over. He's like, can I have a word with you? I'm like, uh. <laughs> yeah, sure. What's up? I'm like, did I do something wrong here? Yeah. Like, I'm trying to replay like my last 24 hours. Like, anything weird go on here? Like, did I piss anyone off here right. in Atlanta? And uh, he handed me a newspaper clipping, and he said, you know, my son is a big Mets fan. We're from Brooklyn. We moved down to uh, Savannah, Georgia in 2010, and he needs a kidney. And, it, you know, if there's any way you can help spread the word. He's so genuine, nice guy. And, and uh, I ended up meeting his son, Liam, at the tailgate party. Mm-hmm. So I said, of course, any, anything I could po- possibly do to help. Is there a GoFundMe? Is there something like that? So we posted it yesterday on the website and just trying to help Liam out here. Uh, he was born with a uh, congenital anomaly, if I'm saying the right, congenital anomaly, and uh, he actually only has one kidney, and the one that he has now is failing. So he's on a waiting list. It's going to cost a tremendous amount of money. They do have insurance, but on top of that, there's so many fees that are that are a pile on on top of that. So if you can find it in your heart and your wallet to chip in, go to the7line.com, click the blog section, and uh, the post is, you got to believe in Liam. That's actually also the Facebook page's title. He has okay. a Facebook page for that to keep his friends up to date on what's going on. Cool. He's gone through over two dozen surgeries, one of which was like two days or a day before for the outing yeah and the doctor was like just don't cheer too hard and and, and I, when i met liam he's like come on he's like yeah. i'm with the group i'm probably gonna forget that i have that he has like a port in his arm for yeah. uh, dialysis he's like probably gonna forget that's there so shout out to liam we're, we're trying to spread the word and we posted it yesterday there is a link on the site where it says click here if you want to donate and i think as of now it's about two grand that we that's helped awesome. raise towards Great. the fund. So do what you can if you, if you possibly can. I wrote on Twitter as a joke, you know, uh, maybe one less coffee at Starbucks this week or whatever. It's like $5 coffee, $5 it's iced true, coffee. Though. Throw it to Liam instead mm-hmm. and, um, you know, try to help out the dude, you know? Yeah, I, we got to talk about that Rangers affiliation. I saw that Rangers tattoo. Yeah, the, he, he has the, the Rangers other. tattoo yeah, on the yeah, bottom yeah. and the Mets tattoo But that's on okay. The top. That's okay, Liam. We still love you. <laughs> I, I still love you. All right, so um, what else? We Oh, I mean, we should talk about a crazy, crazy week that you guys had at the warehouse here i screwed up so bad on Friday. did i tell you that they were going to be popular you did but i didn't think of i think it was on the show is when i decided that the put in the book shirt was going up on tuesday i'm like i get them on monday what if there's any kind of delays with the flight and stuff i don't want to put it up on monday let me do it on tuesday forgetting that i had already booked miami tickets for noon Usually our product releases go up at 10 a.m. It gives us enough, enough time to um, process the orders and maybe get them out the same day. So right. I'm like, cool, 10 a.m. And then when I looked after I already announced it that we had two things on the same day, I was like, oh, man, this is Tuesday horrible. was a fun day. Yeah, Tuesday <laughs> was crazy. <laughs> but, like, uh, you Tuesday know, was great. <laughs> by 10.03, the shirts in the men's sizes were gone. Uh, we crazy. printed 355, I think, which some people will be like, oh, that sounds like a lot. But we that's like average for us on a first run. Uh-huh. And it doesn't usually take three minutes. It takes right. maybe an hour or so. And that's how we gauge to see what we should make on the second batch. So obviously, we do have more coming, and it's going to be a lot more than 350. When Darren says three minutes, legitimately, it was, it was probably, three minutes. It was probably no, less than my that. Mom, my mom tried to order one, and it was like I couldn't, like I couldn't believe it. It was probably less than three minutes, but that's how long it took for like the the site to catch up. So right. some people were like, "I tried to check out at ten oh one, and right. they were gone." So right. um, have no fear; we are making more, and we're making <laughs> a lot more. Uh, I didn't realize this, but there is women's small left. It's the only size left. So okay. if you happen to wear a women's small, pop on over to the sevenline dot com and pick pick one up. And uh, why we just you know, try to back to back here with the donation aspect, a portion of the proceeds from every shirt sold goes towards the Mets foundation, which Howie was Howie's idea. And we're happy to write that check. So, um, go on over to the site. And if you aren't on our mailing list, all you gotta do is scroll to the bottom of the page. There is a button that says mailing list, 
join that and you will be kept in the loop for all future uh, sales and releases and restock dates. So, I mean, do it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> you didn't get one then. Uh, not yet, no. Uh, i got to save you one in the next batch. Thank you. I did hit Howie up and I was like, hey, you know, what do you need for the fam? Uh, so I put some aside to send him and Alyssa, and it's actually Howie's 31st uh, wedding anniversary today. I saw today. that, yes. Um, so I got some going to the fam, which were not part of the website, so it's not like we, we put them up and I'm like, sorry, Howie, they're all sold out, yeah. so <laughs> saved him Better some. luck next time. But um, he said, any, you know, he's so, been so receptive to this whole thing, and he's like, anything I could do to help. So I actually had the idea, um, I want to buy some books from him, because yeah. he put a book out a couple years ago. If he could maybe sign a couple... Uh, and have it say, you know, thanks for buying a shirt or whatever. Um, and then we'll do it kind of like we do with our share contest. We'll do it, pick one at random from the next batch that goes up, and that person will win a signed copy of the book. Awesome. So that'll be nice, nice little extra bonus there. Um, what else is going on? We were going to talk about today's game yeah. and promote the blog that you were going to put up, but yeah. you got here as the game was as over. lost. So I don't know if we could really rehash that, but what, what did you like out of Noah today? Uh, I mean, it was dirty. What could you I, not they, like? They didn't hit anything hard off him i mean pretty much anything um which was what was so frustrating about it the the dink shot that cespedes misplayed uh led to the first run the uh error by rosario leading off the eighth led to the second run and i you know look you hand that off to your closer and he gets the first two outs you should come away with that win they didn't um what are you going to do? I, you look at this. You're going to, well, one, score more runs. You know, again, bases load after they got that one run in the, what was that, the ninth? Uh, after they got that one run, Jose Reyes, bases loaded, two out, you know, ground ball to second base. I mean, even in the first inning, and Jay Bruce has had a good, um, a really strong, road, like, last couple of days on this road trip. Runner on third, less than two outs. You got to get that run in, man. You know, again, especially against the way Martinez, you knew Martinez was going to settle in eventually, right? Mm -hmm. The more runs you After can put up. three guys. Right. And the more runs you can put up early against an ace like that, especially in a day game where everybody's just swinging to go home. You know, it's at some point people, if you put up a five spot in the first or whatever, it's just like, all right, let's, right, 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 let's right. get out of here and get on the bus. Um, they got the run right away, and then they got. Uh, what was that? Cespedes to third with one out, and you, you got to get that run in. You, you have to. So I think the situational hitting could be better. Uh, obviously talked about, I think the defense can be better. The bullpen, I'm not going to kill the bullpen, all right? I'm not going to kill Familia. I know he's blown three now, and uh, I, there will be times where he'll be an unhittable. Uh, it, it, it's going to happen. Like I said, the Ligaris chance was really, a, I thought, a tough chance um, in that spot, going straight back over your head. So... It's a, it's a third straight series loss. It doesn't feel good. Um, I think that they really have to go make some hay in San Diego now. I yeah, mean, yeah. Nobody's hitting on that Padres team. They really have to go in there and do some work. And if they don't, you know, they're going to come back home and start to see that gap in the NLE start to close up. What is it? I think it's a half game now pending whatever the Phillies do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the Braves salvaged the last two in Cincinnati. You know Washington's not going to – You know, every time Scherzer goes to the mound – Cliff Floyd told us the Phillies. He the was Phillies saying don't sleep on the Phillies. I'm and surprised they're in second place right now, to be honest. By the way, Carlos Santana is hitting 150, and that's not going to last. So you just see these trends. Baseball is a game of them, and right now the Mets are not going through a very good trend. Uh, they need to course correct. It would certainly help if they got – a quality start from anybody not named Syndergaard or DeGrom. And yeah. when they do get a quality start from Syndergaard and DeGrom that they win, that, that would certainly be helpful. Because you can't – that's the whole thing. There's another issue right there. You've lost the last three games started by those guys. Uh, they blew DeGrom – they blew DeGrom's uh, – Saturday. Two, right. They blew Syndergaard's today. And DeGrom goes tomorrow, right? Is that right? They, they, yeah. blew, uh, they blew DeGrom's great outing against Washington. So when you don't know what you're going to get from a guy like Steven Matz or a guy like Zach Wheeler, and now you have Jason Vargas coming back. Saturday, yeah. I mean, you have to win the game by your co-aces, right? So I don't know, man. It's I was a little – I was really discouraged. I felt like this was a big game today. It's April, right? But I felt like this is a big game. You turn the the streak around kind of on, on the series – uh, you would go four and two against St. Louis, so I, I was really excited when they when it looked like they were going to win that game. And man, it just it stings. That one stings a little bit more than like last night, where it was just whatever a blowout, was, yeah, a foregone conclusion. Yeah. So I mean, I don't can't remember who wrote the blog post. I think it was Saturday saying, you know, 
or maybe it was Monday morning, but uh, Reyes getting on base or hit, getting three hits on on Saturday, maybe that was a turning point. Yeah, but, it was Nick. You know, what does the guy have to do? Have to, he has to start the game in order to like have a good game. That's, Off the bench, is he's just horrible. Well, that's the whole thing, uh, and uh, I don't really know what the answer to that is, to be quite honest with you, because I he's not. Hopefully, you know, no offense to Jose, but if he's getting regular at bats, like I said last week, something has gone wrong in the season. So he's going to have to find some kind of rhythm coming off the bench. If not, especially where the catchers, you have to pinch hit for the catchers uh, somewhere in the fifth, sixth, seventh inning because they're not offensive threats. So if they're coming up in big spots. You're wasting a big bat in that situation. Now when Reyes comes up, maybe that could have been somebody you felt more confident in. I know it was kind of an off day for Conforto when he pinch hit and got on base. I got the single there. But you can change things up when you're confident in your catchers to be offensive too. And and we should talk about that. What have you felt like? I mean, do you feel like these guys are capable right now of contributing offensively? Because I don't know that I do. Well, Lobotone's got some nice frosted tips. I was hoping that would help him with the bat. But, <laughs> yeah. uh, I, dude, I have no idea. You know, it's the kind of thing where I, I really hope that the first, uh, what is it, 11, 10 games of the season wasn't just luck. But, you know, if you play 500 ball after that, you'll be nine games over 500 end of the year. But who knows what's going to happen? Like yeah. you said, we're just hoping that we would have seen a little bit more contribution from these guys. And, um Maybe they're just not, you know, don't have it in the tank. But I don't know. I think that maybe Nito's not ready. I don't. I, or who knows? It, offensively, like I said, I think this is a guy who's won a batting title at the, in the minor league level. I think eventually he could contribute. Right now, I, he's he's not. He's just he's just not. He had one good game where I think it was on Friday in Atlanta uh, when he was having the best at bats on the team. Otherwise, it's been kind of weak ground balls, backside ground balls, and I don't really know that the Mets can sustain that in the seven hole if you're batting your pitcher eighth and then Rosario's batting ninth. It just feels like, and then we talk about this, which is Adrian Gonzalez has lost it all Yeah, but look at Dom, what you see Dom Smith's numbers. is like yeah, 167 well, or something like that. I don't that know. Brandon Nimmo's getting on base at a 500 clip. So yeah. it's almost as if Jay Bruce could play first base, which is what I've been asking for since February. Yeah. But I get, look. I get the value in Aegon, but he's not hitting right now. So now it starts to be, all right, well, if Brandon Nimmo's getting on base three times a game, we have to find a way to get him into the lineup on a team that's not hitting. So now it's time for Jay Bruce to take a couple more ground balls at first base and maybe try that in San Diego. So you saw last week, I think it was last week, but uh, Galbus put something up where it was um, the ground like forgot he cut his hair. He yes. was on the mound yeah, and yeah, like yeah. got nervous and went to like yes. fix his hair. Did you see this when Syndergaard came out of the game today? Um, he first fixed his hair, then got pissed off, and then fixed his hair again. <laughs> pretty, pretty humorous. There's the hair fix. <laughs> Decides to smash some stuff, and then let me fix that hair again. <laughs> so that, that, that was pretty classic there. That's, that's cool. uh, we do have a uh, VIP caller on the line. Uh, let's go to Mr. Coach Papi. Hey, how you guys doing? How you doing? You watch that game today? I'm doing good. I want to say one thing before I start into saying the rest of my my speech. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's wrong with the seven line people that they don't call in and make their opinions known <laughs> on the air? Oh, you mean uh, you're the only caller? I I want I want every I want that line tied up so. <laughs> Darren has to pay more money. Yeah, but... <laughs> to get more phones. Listen, last time you called, you said that you couldn't get through. That's how popular we were. Yeah, well... So, yeah, what you can't... No, but that's only because you got one line. People are scared <laughs> off by your natural charisma is what it is. They can't, you know, measure up to the high bar you've set as a caller. <laughs> yeah, that's BS. Now, <laughs> I'm going to tell you this. I want to know what's wrong with management because the Mets had one of the best starts that they've had in a long, long time. And they turn around and they're blowing it now. Two of the catches are both hurt. I feel sorry for them. And I want another catcher. I want a guy that can play. I'm not going to, I can't knock the catchers that are there, but they're not up to the task. Get a catcher. Well, it's it's easier said than done, though, isn't it? I mean, yeah, but you know what? I, I understand that. But they have to make the effort, and I never see the effort by management. Never. Well, they don't make the effort. Well, I look, I'll say this about that, okay? I understand your thinking. We were just talking about the same thing. I, I think 
I think that it was prudent of them to not panic into a move. But now where you start to see that the offense is sputtering and you it's imperative right now, it's see, it feels, it feels more imperative. You're right. than it did a week and a half ago, but still you are left with the same problem, which is where are you turning? I, I don't I, JT rail Muto. Look, we all want JT rail Muto. Like I give, I, I'll sign up for that in a heartbeat, but you better be prepared to give up Nimmo and Many more pieces, and I just don't think they're willing to do that. So I mentioned Wilson Ramos last episode as somebody maybe you could look into. Sure, you could dip into – I mean, I don't know. They just – who'd they bring back uh, back for AAA? The the guy who used to be with the Giants that was here in 2015. Um, Johnny Manel, they they signed when they for AAA depth. I guess you could bring him up, but, I mean, uh, these aren't exactly world yeah, beaters. Yeah, 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 so. Yeah. It's it's look, Pop. It's a tough situation, and I agree with you. I think it creates a glaring hole in the lineup. But as of right now, I just I don't see a move that they can make that's going to be an easy fix. So, Pop, we are going to pull up a uh, poll here in a little bit. We asked the fans what they felt about Matt Harvey. So, uh, you're a, you're a coach. How do you feel about Matt Harvey? How do you feel that he he's, should be received now in the fan base and the management and the team? Well, let me let me tell you about. The head. The head is the one part of the man, the male body that has to work when you're playing baseball. Number one, I always thought Matt had more of a of a head problem than he did a physical problem. And right now, Harvey's got the same thing. He's an arrogant sob. That is, I just don't understand him. He's got ability, and he doesn't want to show anybody his ability. And if he can't, then he should go down to the minors and stop hanging around the bullpen. I think you got as good of a chance of him pitching in Las Vegas this year as I, I can't even imagine. He might get lost in Vegas. Like, uh, oh, he, like I got the off day. I he's, agree. He's, like, uh, stuck in the Bellagio getting crazy. I, yeah. yeah. I, I don't I don't get it, and I think a lot of fans probably feel the same way to you that you do. We're going to go talk about that right now. Thanks for calling, Pop. I appreciate wait, 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 it. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I got one more thing to say. Yeah, that was good because it was actually that's a nice one. seamless transition, so it, I'm one. glad you. Wait, I, look, if I'm the only caller, then I can take the other caller's time that don't have this. Come on, the, the draft's in like an hour and a half. <laughs> oh, Last thing. How would you feel if you were the Grom and pitched two Top ball games, and then you were Sunday guards today, and you pitched a beautiful ball game. How would you feel when these guys are out there making errors? These guys are supposed to be pros. They're not playing in the National League in pro ball to make errors the way they did today. I would feel the same way I felt if Degrom went out there like he did early in the season and he gave up four or five runs and they still won for him. You know what I mean? It's it's that's that's why this is the ultimate team game, man. You can't do it all on your own. And even well, when even when you are getting when you get there, get your team about a couple of quarter inches away from the finish line you need somebody else to give you that last little push over and and that's just the way it is there are going to be days where they pick up um Syndergaard and DeGrom and there are going to be days that Syndergaard and DeGrom picked up the rest of the team today you know it didn't work out and I'm sure though if we look back in June there are going to be more games that maybe Syndergaard wasn't a hundred percent on or DeGrom wasn't a hundred percent on and they bailed him out um, then we're going to see squandered opportunities like that. At least I hope so. All right, can I give one shout-out to a, a player I used to, to coach? Yeah, sure. I have a player. Sure, a, sure. We got time. Jacob Klom, and he comes from in the St. James area. Okay. And, and he pitched a 11 nothing one-hit shutout for his JV team. Very nice. Well, that's good. Awesome. So Congratulations. Give him a shout-out on TV and maybe – his mom will to send me a little kiss. Uh, <laughs> okay. Really the, the ripples of Coach Poppy are felt everywhere in life. Right, Thanks. Listen, love you guys. All right. We, we love, love you, that too. Sweet girl that, that talks to me on the phone when I call in. Hey, hey, hey. There you go. All right. He appreciates me. All right. Goodbye, Pop. Right, take care, guys. Have fun. Thank See you, Pop. I, uh, love, I love two things about that call. Yes. yes. He thinks that this is TV. TV, yes. <laughs> and Daddy said, "Shout out." Yes, shout out. So Can we're I rubbing share? off on him. I think Can we I... say shout out a lot. That's uh, it. Tezza actually noticed last week. Uh, he counted it how many times I cut you off. 
Okay. I, I'm not, I don't do it on purpose. I'm not a pro at this. You're very excited to talk. So it's like good. when you, I, I, for, I remember something while you're saying it, and I cut you off, so I'm, yeah. I'm sorry about that. That's but okay. We did try to transition nicely into this next Tez, topic. Tez is always coming up with helpful hints. Yeah, 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 yeah. Always. Well, he, he likes to bust my chops now because I bust his so much, uh, especially when it's like, where are we tailgating today? I'm like, dude, like we used to send out all the tickets with like a letter that says like what we're doing that day, and he'll text me instead of just like reading the letter. So uh, anyway, uh, share the show if you're on Facebook. Facebook right now, retweet. If you're on Periscope, you will be in the running for a gift card to the Seven Lines website towards the end of the program. Program. Um, I, I don't know if it was a smart idea to drink a full energy drink and then have a beer like right oh before God. we went live here. It's <laughs> so, like competing. Uh, it's like having a four loco kind of. Anyway, 631-388-5195 is the number to call. I do want to pull up this tweet from our buddy Anthony DeComo yeah. from last night. So Matt Harvey laughed audibly when approached by reporters today, which was yesterday, seeking comment about his bullpen debut. No chance, zero chance, he said, because the night before – when the Mets won the game, he still wasn't happy with his performance and declined to speak to the press. This was the day after. Harvey was asked why. He said, I have nothing to say to you guys. Asked why not. I don't. I think he said effing. I don't uh, effing want to, Harvey replied. So this is probably not the way to go right now. No. When I think that his second interview, the first one, he was pretty pissed. The second interview, he said something like along the lines of, I spoke with Mickey, and I'm, I'm, i got to do right now what's best for myself and the team. He had a pretty good second interview uh, with the press or whoever that was with, maybe Gelbs, and then now he just went off the complete deep end. So Harvey isn't a guy that we know to have made made a lot of great decisions over the past couple of years, both um, you know physically, mentally, you know whatever his what he's been doing uh, hasn't always been the right path, I think. Mm -hmm. And now it just seems like I don't know if he's trying to sabotage his own time here in New York and play heel, as you wrestler guys like to say, or what's going on. But this just seems like a really bad career move for Harvey right it's now. It's so dumb. It's so dumb. So let's let's talk about this, okay? Let's start here. We are creeping up upon the time in the Matt Harvey timeline where he's been ineffective for almost as long as he's been effective. Mm -hmm. Okay, in 2012, his nice little debut, did well. 2013, he was dominant. Got cut short by Tommy John. Felt bad for him. You never want to see anybody get Tommy John surgery, especially having an amazing year. 2014, missed the whole year. 2015, worth noting, he threw the most innings ever. By a pitcher coming off Tommy John surgery. Another dominant year. But let's not forget this, okay? Unless the fan base hadn't completely revolted against the guy, he was going to beg out of the playoffs. Which, by the way, they almost won the World Series. So had he missed out on that? You know what I mean? I, I don't understand how as a, as a competitor, whether or not you have millions of dollars on the line, this is why you play, right? Don't you? Like, yeah, you play for money too, but... You play for a chance at immortality. I mean, the guys who win the World Series are remembered forever. Mm -hmm. So wouldn't that be – I mean, there were guys on that 86 team that didn't even get into game six that still don't even buy – Get everybody buys them a drink when they see – you know, they haven't paid for a drink in 30 yeah, yeah, years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my point is is that, you know, then after coming off 2016, look, the thoracic outlet syn uh, syndrome surgery, it, there's been really nobody who's – come back unscathed Jaime Garcia is the best case of a guy who came back and he's not the same pitcher he was a sub three ERA pitcher and now he's very much not so I'll say this I feel bad for him but and that's the huge qualifier uh, this is not only a dumb way to act it's unprofessional um, it's it's personally just as a human being it's rude um, and look, Matt, I get that you might have something going on, and I'm sure everything has gone great in Matt Harvey's life. He was probably a star in high school. He was a star at UNC. He's been a star for the Mets. Look, man, like they're just human beings trying to do a job, one. And number two, this is a team that has a legitimate chance to win a division title. The way you're going to get paid, I got news for him. The way he's going to get paid is to be a dominant reliever because mm -hmm. those are the guys who get the contracts now. The starters don't get the contracts anymore unless you're Max Scherzer or Noah, you know, eventually Syndergaard and DeGrom are going to get paid. But these are the, Matt, the Matt Harvey's of the world don't make $15 million to be crummy third, fourth, fifth pitchers anymore. Right, 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 right. If, you, if he goes into the bullpen and all of a sudden he's a dominant guy, who would you rather pay right now? If you had to pay somebody in the Mets bullpen $15 million a year, you'd rather give it to Matt Harvey or Robert Gesellman? Well, Matt Harvey. Why? 
Because I think that he's got the stuff. He just has to get his head out of his head. Well, but see, and that's actually make it happen. Robert Kasselman's actually doing it. Right, right, he's right. He's actually right, getting right, the right. job done. Right. So if I'm a, if I'm a, and and he's under team control for another six years. But right. the point is, is that if Harvey can remake himself into a reliever, it's only going to benefit him. And when that's kind of you know I put up. A, I, I'm not an athlete. I don't know what it's like to be in Matt Harvey's shoes. That aside, I did put something up on my, my Twitter account today, and he's like, listen, this is the hand that you're dealt right now. You are not a starting pitcher. No matter what you want to be right now, as much as you want to tell yourself you're a starting pitcher, you're not. So get your ass in the bullpen. Figure it, figure it out. If you want to be back on the hill as a starter in the rotation, make it happen. Do what the team says. Listen to, listen to the guys that are trying to help you, and don't try to fight everyone that's uh, – trying to keep you on this team. And right now, he's not saying or doing the right things to uh, make anyone feel good about Matt Harvey being a Met. You, know what? you wrote something on Twitter last night. You can't wait for him to be off the team I'm or whatever of, you wrote. I'm, I'm getting to the point where I'm kind of pumped to the, for the day he's not a Met anymore because it's just like, I dude, I, I have his jersey and like it's hard Me to too. even wear it, man, because I'm just, I get so frustrated. Here's the thing, too. By the way, I want to be a Matt Harvey fan. Like, I, I loved yeah. the whole Dark Knight stuff. And, you know, whatever. Yeah. It got a little played out, but like, that's not who he is anymore and I think he has a very hard time grasping that he is not the man and you know what for a brand conscious guy for a guy that i'm the dark knight and i'm this an mh33 on my undershirt and whatever the deal is it's pretty stupid to make enemies out of the media how would you it's so easy to just be like guys you know like i know you got a job to do like i'm just like can you, can you give me a day can we like reconvene tomorrow and we'll, we'll talk about Something it tomorrow. go f off yeah right right so like and then the guys and every reporter has said this they would have been cool with that because that happens a lot in, or, and I can because at to the that. end of the day we're all human yes. so like that's a natural reaction okay but telling everybody to f off like give me a break it's not great man and it, it's just not it's not a good look for him it's not a good look for him as a teammate it's not a good look for him as a as a human being it's just so crazy like that that first star, like the all star game seeing him out there in his orange cleats and you know the starts yeah. when he'd be at City Field is like a must see game like you got to go to City yeah. Field Harvey's pitching I. I can't picture anyone being excited to see a Matt Harvey pitch right now. No. You know what I mean? Like Harvey's coming in out of the bullpen or, you know, he's going to get another start. He's probably going to get another start at some point this year if they need him to start. Probably. And is yeah. he going to draw the amount of attention and fans wanting to be out there to see Matt Harvey and make the signs and wear the masks and do that? No, it's done. It's gone. Look, and and on a, in a walk year, yeah. do you think other teams aren't watching this right now? Well, that's the whole thing. And especially, too, when you think about how fervent the Mets fan base is, right, how, how diehard it is. And you sit there and you have guys, look, I, I got to admit, you know, there are probably not great dudes that have played for the Mets in the past, will play for the Mets in the future. Or currently do. I mean, I, yeah. And there have been some personal issues that guys currently on the team that are well documented and we don't need to belabor the point on them have had and you've had to sort of compartmentalize and reconcile with the fact that you're going to root for these guys uh, despite of what they do off the field. Um, but... Look, the fact that then you, you you get Mets fans to be like, I don't even know if I like this guy anymore. Right. You, what? Like, really? It's what you go back to saying. 2013, when I was at the All-Star game, it was like, it was like uh, this freaking idol is walking to the mound. It's on your home field, and he's starting the All-Star game, and he's he's juiced up to do it. He's like, in he's, the bodies this year issue. He's in the cover of Sports Illustrated. He's, just, like, he's a rock star, man. And now, five years later, I, I honestly, the, the sight of him annoys me. It's crazy. It's I crazy. this today. Let me just show this to you. I don't know. You probably saw it, but what if you had to caption this photo or, or look at this photo, what does this make you feel? This is a throwback Thursday of uh, Harvey. Uh, where'd it go? Harvey and uh, David Wright. Harvey and David Wright at the All-Star game. Yeah, man. Depressing. One guy would do anything to get back on the field. Yeah, that's a good point. He's on the right. The other guy that's a good has point. an opportunity to play right now, and he's bitching and moaning because and you know he's what? not a starter. You know what? That's a great point because, you know what, if you told David Wright that he could play one game a week and pinch hit, he would he would cut off his left arm if he could still play that way. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like This is – if. It's that's a great that's a, such a good point. Thank you. It really is, and and it really puts it in perspective, right? We were talking about Danny Farquaad before. Now you brought up David Wright, who has had obviously career threatening injuries, and he has to, has a life to think about. Yeah, and 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 all this stuff, and then you have Matt Harvey, who's mad that he doesn't get to pitch as much as he wants to, and in a move like I said that honestly could benefit his career more yeah, than anything yeah, else. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just very frustrating. I don't understand it. We have somebody on the line that is a fan of Matt Harvey, and they're going to tell us why. Charlie, what's up? Charlie. Hey, now. 
What's up, Charlie? We hear you're a Harvey fan. Where, where are you from, by the way? Oh, I'm from Hoboken, guys. How's oh. it going? Oh, is uh, this... Long-time, long-time listener, uh, first-time caller. Is this Rally Man? This is Rally Man. No, no, no. no. Uh, listen, common mistake, guys. I'm his photographer. Okay. Uh, okay, understood. <laughs> All right, so, Charlie, what's... Yeah, so, Charlie, def- defend Matt Harvey for uh, to us right now. Okay, well, this is the thing with Matt Harvey. And I feel like... I, I just feel like I'm the last bastion of Harvey fans. Mm-hmm. I have a giant Harvey poster... On my bedroom door, it's been there since 2014, and I'm like, at what point do I tear this off my wall? Am I a bad, would I be a bad, you know, fan of doing that, of tossing my Harvey shirt? Like, he's a douche. He just is. <laughs> but you know what? He's our douche. Yeah. And, like, I, I can't help but root for him. I agree in some aspect. You know, I'm, you know, they're, you're re- rooting for the uniform, and you want every guy in it to succeed, obviously. But when they, when they, you know the way that he's conducting his business right now is turning off a lot of people, and I'm one of them. So look, no, I mean, like, I'm not telling you to tear. You know, who knows? Imagine he came in today. They ran out of pitchers. Imagine he came in and threw a scoreless 15th. The Mets win the game, whatever. And then it's like, oh, he's back on our good side. You but know? that's the other thing that's so bizarre about this too is that yeah, I gave up a run the other night, but he didn't pitch that badly. Right, he, he right. Had two I outs, agree. He had two outs and nobody on. He gave up two hard hit balls, back-to-back doubles, right, that brought in the run, which was actually a big run because it was right after they got even. So that was a big shutdown inning that he couldn't do. But then he put up a score. Thanks for calling, screen. Charlie. Thanks, Charlie. And, like, and, uh, oh, I'm sorry and uh, it's okay. We'll be in Francesca today. That's what's so bizarre about this. Like, why is he so miffed at – I think it's honestly – you want to know why I think he's pissed at the media – because once he said, I'm a starting pitcher, a lot of guys started to trudge up. I, I love Mark. I was obviously. included. Like Mark Carrig roasted him on, you know, this is what he means when he says this. Not for Matt Harvey. It's good enough for it's good enough for the Dylan G's of the world to rehab in Port St. Lucie, not Matt Harvey. It's, right, good right, enough, right, right, right. it's good enough for Zach Wheeler to go down to AAA, not Matt Harvey. And I think that bothered him, and I think that's why he's pissed at the media. I get that. But you're not going to win any friends by just you know turning your nose up at them. So here's the poll I put up today on our Twitter account, Orange Blue Thing. Do you have any sympathy for Matt Harvey's current situation? There were three options. Yes, injuries did him in. No, it's part of the game. I did until he acted out. And this is actually the first time you've ever had a uh, split for the uh, the top dog here. So no, it's part of the game, and I did until he acted out. Both landed with thirty eight percent of the vote, and yes, injuries did him in. So I guess that's uh, the Charlies of the world who just you know he's got a bad hand now, and they don't really care that he's acting out. But uh, about twelve hundred people vote, and that's that's where it lies now. So I guess if. He hasn't been acting the way he's been over the last week. I think it would have been overly positive. Yeah, you know, the injury it's injuries a part of the game and, and it sucks, but we still have his back. So I guess people are kind of turning pretty quickly here. Harvey's not to blame for his on field performance, I don't think, to an extent because of the injuries. Uh but he's certainly to blame for how things have gone <laughs> from a public perception uh perspective. And I just feel like at this point we might be at a point of no return. Uh, look, like you said. He goes out, he throws 17 shutout innings out of the bullpen for the next two weeks or whatever. People are going to forget these press conferences pretty quickly. Of course, of course. Um, but So do it. It's, yeah, so do it. Yeah. So, and commit yourself to doing it and stop acting like an entitled jerk because no one is liking that. It's not a good look. Right, right, right. So we are going to move on. If you are watching this this little feed here tonight because you want to know about this crazy news that the Cyclones have, uh, the package they put together for us for our third annual trip there. I hope you're going to come again to um, Brooklyn. To Brooklyn. 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 What up? What up? What up? Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Uh, give us a call. 631-388-5195. Share the show if you're on Facebook. Retweet if you're on Periscope. You'll be in the running for some free stuff at the end of the show. So without further ado... Check out this insane deal that the Cyclones have for us. I actually saw they pro- promoted something on their Facebook page yesterday about the, uh, hey, are you guys doing the all-you-can-drink package mm-hmm. on uh, August 4th? And they replied to them, sorry, someone bought all the tickets. And, <sighs> hey, guys, that's us. So um, Saturday, August 4th, $60 per person. Open bar, just like last year. Open bar includes 
Uh, beer, wine, mixed drinks, soda, or water. That's for two hours and 15 minutes. Pace yourself. So pace yourself, yes. It's, it's going to be hot. It's going to be uh, August. So August 4th versus the Aberdeen Ironbirds. So I don't even know where Aberdeen is. But the game's at 6 p.m. The gates open at, six, at 4 p.m. And uh, the open bar will begin at 4.45. So like last year, it also I comes with... Aberdeen is in Maryland, if I'm not mistaken. Well, how about that? Is that right? Aberdeen. And, you know, to... Uh, to, to not to poo-poo on the game as much, but I look it up. Last year, the uh, I think the the Cyclones lost. But this is more about getting together with your friends at New a place Jersey. that's not yeah. a Mets game. Take in the minor league uh, ballpark and you know root on the future Mets. But anyway, so sixty bucks gets you all that, and it also includes the Cyclones hat like they did last year. And this year they are making a jersey. I sent it to you earlier cool. today. It's very cool. It's not a T-shirt. It's a jersey, and they're only charging five extra dollars compared to last that's awesome. year. Uh, it is also Seinfeld night, so yeah, I see that logo. It's cool. It's really cool. The uh, the giveaway: the first two thousand people through the gates get a Keith Hernandez alarm clock. If you go to the the Brooklyn Cyclones um, Facebook page, they posted a video of it yesterday. It's like an old school looking alarm clock with the two little bells on top. Cool. And when you set it, he's like, "Wake up!" <laughs> You're like he's like, "It's Keith Hernandez's voice." It's so freaking That's cool. That's fantastic. Um, yeah, fireworks after the game. Nine hundred available on May third, which is next week at ten a.m. on the Cyclones website. I don't think. They have the actual link up yet but once you go to the cyclone site you'll be able to check it out and but sorry people in aberdeen it's new in new jersey sorry. okay sorry. yeah i was gonna say it's a little far i don't know if they travel that far i don't know some or, people are saying it's in maryland maybe there maybe there are two anyway maybe i'm not crazy without further ado check out this jersey they're giving us which is absolutely incredible pretty it, cool it is uh, similar to our home jersey uh they swapped it out where the body is blue the sleeves are orange it says Brooklyn Cyclones across the chest if you're not watching this live. Um, our logo on, this, on the, the upper chest, the 18 there to represent the year, and the seven-line seven seven Army logo on the sleeve. The only thing I asked them to change from this mock-up is uh, swap out those white buttons for either blue or orange so it doesn't really stand out like that. What do you think? Is that a good idea? You're, you're a uni guy. Would you keep it white? Uh, Hope you don't say yes because I think I already. Told I was them. gonna say no, actually. Yeah, I, right. It's weird, right? I think I might just leave it blue. I think I think there's enough white to make things pop. <clears throat> it doesn't make it doesn't make the outline pop as much with the white buttons. I don't. Yeah, think. yeah. So I said either yeah. just blue or orange, but cool. whatever. I think this is freaking great. And for I was sixty so bucks, impressed by this jersey. It's so cool. If they gave us nothing, yeah. If true. they gave us nothing but the fireworks show, the the Keith Hernandez giveaway, and like a hat, mm -hmm. that would be a great deal to throw in an open bar, food included. I don't know how they make even like 30 cents off of us. I'm surprised they cool. came back at you with the offer, uh, to be honest, I, well, after last year. I don't know. You know what it is? People say that all the time. Like, why do, uh, why do these teams sell you so many tickets? I'm like, because we sold 800 tickets to a Marlins game already. No one goes to Marlins Park. Like, they, it, it's a business. They're going to sell tickets. But we if, drank them dry yeah, last, last year. Yeah, last year they did run out of beer. <laughs> uh, so I think they're going to be prepared a little so bit. I didn't even drink that much last year. I, I, like I, beers. I, had, I had like two or three beers. And, yeah. and, and then I looked around at the carnage, and I was like, oh. And so everybody pays yourself and hydrate for that but one. But for 60 yeah. bucks, that's absolutely yes. incredible. Uh, the only thing I did forget to mention out of that is they are going to do the uh, first pitch. Again, so cool. someone that's sitting with us, they'll, it'll be chosen at random. They'll be they'll get to throw out the first pitch, and that's how I kind of I already knew Andy last year, but that's yeah. how I kind of got to know him a little bit better. Yeah. Andy Siegel threw out the first pitch. Did for a great us last job year. too. Threw yeah. a strike. And he um, was so nervous, man. He's like, "Ask me." I'm like, "Dude, you're gonna be fine." You're and gonna be fine. no, he actually Keith uh, Blacknick also had one, but he won that through a raffle. Yeah, yeah. But Keith went out. Do you remember he got to he got to? Um, it wasn't Andy. One of them got to the pitcher's mound and just threw it and, and just, walked off. Yeah, it was Andy. I think it was <laughs> yeah. just like a rapid fire. <laughs> he walked out through the pitch and walked That's immediately fantastic. back. Uh, the next person that gets through will play What's in the Box now because we are running slightly late. Actually, we're kind of right on time. So next person to get through on 631-388-5195 will play What's in the Box with us. Um, also, share the show. On Facebook, retweet on Periscope or Twitter. You'll be in the running for the gift card here. Another thing I have to show off, because this actually just got approved by Major League Baseball for the Arizona outing. We have 30 or 40 tickets left to that game, so if you haven't picked them up yet, go to the 7line.com. On the top of the site, there's a button that says, uh, you know, join the 7line Army or whatever. You could scroll down and click the, the option to purchase tickets. But... Um, I actually asked the fans on Twitter, because I was kind of running... I, I had a... a I was running blank on ideas for a tagline for this. And uh, like four or five people replied with this immediately. I was like, wow, I can't believe I didn't think about that. So I did write this, that the area we're going to in Phoenix is called the Valley. Anyone have any ideas? Did, do you have any? Did you see the answer? I didn't see the answer. So 
f- at least five people. I know uh, Handsome Dave was one of them. Rally in the Valley. Cool. Pretty cool. So this is the shirt we're going to be wearing out there. The, the lady that I submitted to, she's like, what does the eagle have to do with this? I'm like, nothing. It just looks pretty badass. So it's, uh, it's an eagle wrestling a snake, um, and it's got some elements out there like cactuses and stuff like that. Is it cacti? If there's multiple, is it cactuses? Yes. Cacti? No, cacti. Cacti. A couple cacti on there. It says Rally in the Valley, Arizona, 2018, the Seven Line Army. So this is what you're going to be getting if you're sitting with us. We have 1,200 tickets in total. We have about 40 left, I believe. I didn't check right before you know, this. You know how you could have known that? What? By rehashing the lyrics to Hey Dude. Do you remember that show? I do, but I don't remember the theme song. Like, it's a little wild and a little strange. When you, and they say when cacti? You, yeah. Really? I don't remember Man that. Man eating jackrabbits and killer cacti. How about that? Hey, dude. Which, was that on Nickelodeon? Yeah, hell yeah, it was. How about that? And Bud's son wore a Mets hat. How about that? See? So we are going to get to everyone's You guys favorite... don't think I bring any knowledge to Actually, the show, Actually, I don't but... even know if Lizzie picked someone yet. I saw the phone ring. Well, why don't, uh, why don't we do share contests then? She's coming in here in a second. Okay. Um, you know what? I didn't ask you besides, you know, when we got to the jump, I know you watched the game on Saturday, but uh, what did you, do you have anyone on the line? All right, oh. so let's get this cracking. What about cracking? I was going to ask you what else you did this weekend. Hold on one second. And away we go. Adam. Hey, how's it going, guys? Things are going okay. They're going okay. They were not going. They were going a lot better with two outs and nobody on in the bottom of the ninth today. But I'm going to blow past that because it's time for America's favorite game show. What's in the bro- What's in the box? <laughs> And it's brought to you by Clear. Beating the lines at both the airport and the ballpark have never been easier with Clear, who has now partnered with nine Major League Baseball teams, including our New York Mets. Got a lot of stuff going on with Clear. Uh, Darren used it to get through the lines. Atlanta breathes right through the lines Dude, right at oh, the airport. Yeah. yeah. I, I, you know, I even said this show. I was like, if you don't have Clear, I don't understand why people don't have it. I don't want to tell too many people about it because then the Clear line is going to get longer. I agree. Um, and we got a Cespedes Garden Gnome Night coming up uh, in a couple of weeks, so you're going to want to get that, and there's no easier way to just pew, right through that line than with Clear, their ballpark membership, plus make air travel frictionless and hassle-free by using the promo code 7LINEARMY and receive three months of your airport membership for free. Sign up today at clearme.com using the promo code 7LINEARMY. That's clearme.com. Okay, Adam, now that that's taken care of, one, two, three, or four, what you want? I'm going to go with three. Three. Three's right here. Three All right. Three. Yeah, that's three. Oh, it's three. <laughs> what size do you wear, Adam, in a T-shirt? I'm a large. All right, let's see what you got. Large. Wow, another throwback. Another throwback. Let's see what, what size it is. It's a large. No way. Yes. <laughs> Two weeks in a row. <laughs> <It is>. Awesome. <laughs> this is a big time, ha- big time Whoa! throwback. I haven't seen I, that dude, I don't so actually long. even remember this shirt. You know who loves that shirt? Who? Greg Prince. Well, I can see why. Yeah, he, yeah, wa- yeah. he wears that. He still wears it all the time. It's in the rotation. Orange and blue university for the polo grounds. I don't even wow. remember when you guys. That's made like this. 2014, 11, maybe no. yeah. 12. Wow. All right. Yeah. yeah. It's so super Adam, old. Look cool. Hang on the line. Uh, Lizzie will grab your information. Adam, Adam knows what to do. So okay. You can hang up. So there you go. Okay. Cool. Thanks, Adam. Thanks, Adam. Awesome. Thanks so much. Thanks, Adam. Oh, you know what? Did you actually start telling them what to do? I did. That's awesome. That's, that's what took a, another minute or two because I know I got to do the share thing, too. So. Yeah, that's a good idea. Um, the other thing that, well, we'll talk about it after the show, but, Bri, I want to actually ask you for some advice on something. Yeah. Um, whatever. We'll get. Just remind me before you jet out of here. Uh, we are going to do the share contest no right now. He's, not, he's really not going to remind you because he's going to be out of here. Why? No, <laughs> no, I am. It's something I got to ask you to do. Right. So just don't. Just remind me in like 30 seconds All when right. we're done with the show. Uh, last chance to share and retweet. Thank you to the callers. Thank you to our sponsors. Um, we are going to share right now. I think uh, Lizzie's doing the share. I'll do the retweet. And uh, as always, thank you guys for watching and uh, sharing the show. We couldn't do any of this without you guys. And uh, well, we could, but nobody would be watching. Uh, so thank you guys. We got a hundred. What a lot of other people True. do. <laughs> uh, so just may tell me when to stop. Stop. All right, we got uh, Ed the ref. He's got a little uh, a goat. And a Irish flag right there. I'll there we'll send him a uh, message right now. It's at, at Four Eyes Ed, 21 years old. 
He's a wrestling fan. Wrestling is my life. Is his life? That's what he Whoa. said. Well, look at that. Maybe he's maybe he's gonna wake up early and watch the show tomorrow. The uh, the Royal Rumble. There you right? go. Well, it's a, it's at noon. He, I mean, well, if he's twenty one, maybe he's gonna wake up early. Because <laughs> <laughs> when I was twenty one, I was like, what, eleven fifteen. All right, Lizzie, you're on. You're on. So tell me, tell me uh, when. Okay, tell me when to stop. Uh, stop. Alice Farrell. Oh, I, I emailed her. We went, we went back and forth for DC stuff. Alice Farrell, you got it. Yay, Alice. Awesome. All right, guys. So thanks for watching. Episode 17 of season two. Awesome. We'll, be, we'll be back here next Thursday night, 6 p.m. Eastern, Facebook and Periscope. If you want to watch afterwards, just go to orangeandbluething.com. We post all of the episodes up on our website the morning after the show. If you're listening afterwards, SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, all that good stuff. Thank you for that. Thank you for your downloads. Maybe subscribe and rate. Tell your friends. And uh, we'll be here next week. Hopefully the Mets have a good one. And that's it. We're back on Tuesday at City Field. And uh, that's it. Later. Later, guys. Bye.